everybody, welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. I am your GM Steven, and with me today, we're we're gonna we're gonna really throw it off. We've got Wally with us again. Wally, oh. say hi. <laughs> okay, sup, y'all? It's me, Wally. You're not very side best friend on the internet. How y'all do, folks? I, I, that's all I got. Why'd you put me on the spot like that? I don't have any voice for this. I don't got, oh, just, just throw me out there. Goodness. Chris. Hello, it's Chris. Ian. Hey, everybody, it's Ian. Michael. It's Michael. Or, I'm sorry, or should I say Christopher Walken? We can't force it. Wow, we can't you force tried. it. You tried. <laughs> you tried. You tried. You tried. I, you tried. I should have just said it first without, without saying Michael. Emily. Uh, yeah, Michael actually has a $25 per impression rate, uh, so... Pay up. Uh, also, subscribe to our Patreon and Michael will do it. So there we go. Oh, no. <laughs> he made a face. He made a face. It was like, mm, I'll consider it. Adelaide. Hey, I'm Adelaide. A couple things before we get started. Uh, we are affiliated with Found Familiar Coffee and Greenleaf Geek. So if you go to foundfamiliar.com or greenleafgeek.com and use the code FAFORGE on checkout, you get 10% off and you support the podcast. Uh, we also, <laughs> yeah, support the podcast. Um, Woo-hoo. If you also love us and you think we're nice, you can go to patreon.com slash Academy, <laughs> and that's a really great way to support us too. Um, I'm sure every single listener followed my challenge last week and even listened all the way through this point in the announcements. Um, but one of the greatest ways you can support us besides five-star ratings and reviews and the other things we just said uh, is sometime this week, Really on your favorite social media of choice, though we're most active on Twitter, if you tag two friends and us on Twitter and tell them why they should listen to the Faith Forge Academy, um, there's literally, and, and, and of course we want you to do this for our podcast, but honestly any show that you listen to, uh, no creator will get more excited than seeing someone do something like that. It is the the easiest way to see a correlation between an action and results or I don't like results or, or our metrics to see how many people are listening and stuff like that. You can literally watch new listeners joining as people do that. Um, mm. and it's, and it, it gives me a, a, a dopamine high. Um, so if you care about my mental health, you'll do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, oh stop holding our listeners hostage. <laughs> Steven's going through some things. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we'll see how I'm feeling when I actually when I actually edit this, if I leave that in or not. Leave it <laughs> in. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, this is why we don't record at night. We're all too sad from having to exist all day. We can't do this at night anymore. <laughs> Look, <laughs> can't be doing Steven this. is going through it. Look, he's a dad. He's an adult human being in the post-2020 world. He needs this outlet. We all do, honestly. <laughs> Listeners, go find yourself some dopamine, I, too. That's dopamine for some you're people. You're not going to find it here, one. apparently, so. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. You come here for the dopamine, you're going to get slapped in the face. Welcome to the Fay Forge Academy podcast, where we are fucking yeah. sad. <laughs> I got nothing. Some people get slapped in the face, release dopamine. You know, you don't know. That's true. There's no need for kink yeah, shame. That's, that's, true. True. that's true. That is that's true, true, right? Like a slap in the face, Fay Forge Academy is here for you. <laughs> that's good. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> that's going to be our, that's our sound bite for this episode. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's play the end. Please. Let's okay, I guess.
So last time, Kaz has set up a Battle of the Bards to try to flush out his grandmother's captor, great-grandmother's captor. Mm-hmm. You know, it has something to do with Thomas McFan. Always. As he was captured in, tied up in his closet and beat up. And being the kind and compassionate group that our students are, uh, they've bullied him into this performance. So now we're here, and both bards have been putting on a phenomenal show. <laughs> but as it has gone on, Kirby noticed his friend Hugo was acting funny, and he vanished after giving him a kind of a ominous one-liner of sorts. And Blossom was in a very interesting conversation with a out-of-place old dwarf. Uh, and the last thing she said was something to the effect of, tell Kaz I have his grandmother, essentially. And so Blossom, you see that smile get big. She winks at you and starts to skip away. Skip? Don't like that. Oh, no. Don't oh, like that at all. I don't like that. Uh-uh. Baby girl took um, her Metamucil today. I run back <laughs> over to Besky. <laughs> uh, Kirby, you would notice that uh, your friend Hugo hasn't disappeared, but has flown directly towards Thomas McFan. Like, he's still here, because you, you have your detect evil and good spell yeah. up, so you can detect Faye. And Hugo is a fairy. Oh. You would see essentially his aura flying directly at Thomas McFan. Oh, so I see that and I just spring up to my feet and I cast the spell haste on myself. Using a okay. using a uh, sorcery point to do a quicken spell. So I just bam cast okay. it and I just shoot after him, trying to grab him by the shoulder and yoink him to the side before he makes it to the stage if I can. Okay, uh, why don't you roll me an athletics check with advantage to kind of show that speed. So I critted. Jeez, you're hot. Um, so that's plus, uh, that is uh, athletics <laughs> plus a natural 20, which is 25. Okay. Uh, he rolled a five on the dice. So yeah, you are able to catch him, though what's the right way to, to describe it? Like, you can see his aura, but you can't see him. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's invisible, but I can see the aura that frames him. Yeah. Um, so he's a little bit harder to grab, but what do you, as you at least catch up with him, you get even with him. What are you doing? Um, as soon as I get even with him, I kind of pivot myself so I'm right in front of him. And I'm like, Hugo, what are you doing? No response to you. Oh, well... Okay, well, I guess I'll respond the only way you know how to you know how to respond to, and I go to punch him. Okay, roll an attack. Not the anime shockwave. Violent he is. <laughs> um, so I rolled a nat one. <laughs> oh no! The crits give the crits take. Yep. Okay. Uh, as you go to swing, you can kind of see this aura moving, and you see that red glow that you saw before that he touched. He puts it up right where your hand is. And as you smash it, there is this pulse of energy um, that bursts out and pushes you back. Uh, it even pushes Thomas McFan. The whole room goes silent. Cause you see this this, this explosion that sends Kirby flying. Um, I need you to make a uh, a strength save, Kirby. Okay. Uh, I got a ten. Okay. Uh, you take eleven force damage. Oof. And you get thrown twenty feet. Who? There's a mark on your fist, glowing that same color red. And from this energy, it starts to reform and everybody sees this uh, into this. Uh, and it, start, it starts turning into this like strange dark energy um, and forms into this fleshy creature um, covered in mouths with rows and rows of teeth. It looks like amorphous. Um, and I'm going to need everybody in this room to roll initiative. Uh, However, uh, Blossom and Besky, we can do what you were going to do before that. Okay. Yes. Uh, if I'm, if I run towards Besky, how far away am I from the dwarf? That's skipping away. Yeah. Um, you'd be about 25 or 30. Feet. Okay. I would like to, as I run back to Besky, I would like to attempt to cast Hold Person. Okay. Which is a Wisdom saving throw. As you. 
Uh, as you go to cast hold person, it doesn't feel like there's anything to hold on to. No person to hold? <laughs> oh, fuck. Dang oh. it. Uh, Besky, hmm? I think we have quite All a right. problem. Um, that, that dwarf lady, she said that she had Cos's grandmother, but now I'm starting to think that maybe she is Cos's grandmother because the resemblance is... Anyway, but but she, she, I don't like it, and I just tried to to hold her in place, but there was nothing to hold, and I think we're in deep deep trouble. Uh, okay, let's go follow them. Okay. Uh, as you say that, you hear this explosion from the stage, uh, and you watch this energy form that I just described. Um, Nani. I still want you two to roll initiative. <laughs> and in the midst of this, the the auditorium just erupts in chaos and fear. Um, as everything bad happens every day of always at this school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, also, did we decide if we got a long rest or not? Short rest. I can't uh, remember. You got a short rest. You got a short rest. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I got to use hit dice real quick. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I'm at 17 HP. So, uh, Kirby, as you kind of skip across the floor of the stage, right past cause, you see this creature about 20 feet away from you, all the way on the opposite side of the stage. And it is your turn, though you are prone. Well, first thing he does, he just says, Ow. And he stands up slowly and shakes his head and looks at this aberration thing. And Hugo, is that you? No response. Oh, man. Well, I got to punch you, I guess. And I am just going to uh, zip right towards them. And I cast inflict wounds on my fists. How much movement do you have? I have 30 feet of movement. Okay, so it'll be half of that from uh, standing up. And then when you, mm -hmm. as you start flying towards it, uh, the whole area around it is like thick and it makes it, you like feel yourself slow down and you actually don't quite get to it. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I pretty much, like how far away can I get to it then? Uh, you basically have a, there's like a five foot space in between you and it. Okay, so I like, I kind of like skid to the stop of that five foot space. And I'm kind of trying to push myself against it. I'm like throwing my fists. I'm like physically trying to punch my way through this thing over and over again and nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting frustrated by it. So I hold up my hands and I point them forward at this thing and I launch a guiding bolt at it. Okay. That is a 25 to hit. That hits its armor class of nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and I do 18 points of radiant damage. Okay. That is a lot for this little friend. Okay, so as, as this bolt slams into it, just lets out this... <laughs> and all these mouths... And there are eyes kind of thrown in there, too. They're all focused directly on you, Kirby. Um, you feel that mark burning in your skin. Um, and it's almost focused directly on that mark specifically. Uh, anything else on your turn? Um, as a bonus action? Uh, no, that's that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you are hasted, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. I'm hasted. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... Um, can I still move? Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh wow. Okay, so um, I will. Oh, that would mean actually. I'm sorry. You can you can take that back if you want. Because does haste give you extra speed? Yeah. Like movement speed. You would get to it. Oh, okay, cool. All right, then I will then get to it. Then I will definitely do. Um, well, I'm still gonna do the. Uh, I'll do the uh, guiding bolt anyway. But I'll just okay. move the rest of the, the rest of the space so I can get right up to it. Okay. Cool. Um, then any, anything else? Um, no, that's have, it. That's have, all I'm going okay. to do. Yeah. Actually, no, I have one okay. more action. You have one more action. Yeah. So I'm going to punch it. I'm just going to punch away at it. Okay. And no, I miss. Oh, wait, no. Oh, I rolled a two and plus nine. So that's an 11. That hits it. 
<laughs> uh, that is eight points of bludgeoning damage. I love that, like, you can't miss it. I mean, I know nat ones are auto automatic failures, but like mathematically speaking, you can't miss I it. <laughs> I can't miss it mathematically wise. Sorry, what was the what was the damage? Uh, eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, I will say, as you as you go in to punch it, you feel like your hand sort of goes into it. Doesn't make as solid contact as you would like. And Besky, it is your turn. So you see, you see all of that happening ahead, and you hear what Blossom just said about this weird dwarven lady skipping away. Uh, and I know that this person can't be. I know that she can't be held, but do I know? I I don't. Besky wouldn't know that right now because basically she just tried to cast that and it didn't work. God damn it! And she was creepy. What? And Blossom, you told me, what about this person again? That I think uh, it is Besky's grandmother's, not Besky, your Besky. Causes. It's Causes' grandmother's body, but (laughs) it's not Causes' grandmother in there. Mm. Yeah, that that does. Uh, Because I wouldn't just start blasting a grandma. That's not what you should do. You don't do that. That's not, that's not the besky way <laughs> i'll see if she can even get hit in the first place by like the lightest form of magic that i have so oh yeah my 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 wizard slots don't go away or my wizard slots don't refresh only my warlock <laughs> slots mm-hmm. i don't want to mm-hmm. hit grandma with fourth level fucking magic missile <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. There's a lot of magic missile. Grandma got yeah. run over by an eldritch blast. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I can do it for you if you want. If you don't want to feel guilty about it, <laughs> I guess I'm eldritch blasting a. Gra- I, guess I'm, I guess I'm blasting a grandma. <clears throat> so, okay, uh, that's 19 to hit. Six force. A 19 does hit it. That's a light. That's a light best tap right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and remind me which remind me what you um, the Eldritch Invocation. It's slows slows down by ten feet. Lance of Lethargy. That's right. Okay. So good. Yeah. Pro tip: Warlocks out there, Lance of Lethar- Lethargy, super broken. <laughs> uh, you said six force. Yeah. Okay. Are you sending any more at it or uh, just one? I want to see what happens. Does it <laughs> for now? Because I was uh, gonna sep- I was gonna shoot the other one at what while what. what uh, Kirby's fighting, if that's a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as it slams into it, uh, it slows down. Uh, and it's still smiling. That's creepy. I guess I'm going to yell out to Cause. Cause, um, I, someone says that they have your... Is that your grandma? I don't... I, they're slowed down. I, I I blast them a little. A little. Just... Okay. Um, And then I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at whatever Wally is, or whatever Kirby's fighting. Um, <clears throat> but I'll, I guess I'll do Hex first. Can I separate it like that, or do I have to continue with the Eldritch Blast because I started the Eldritch Blast? That's a good question. I, I'm fine with you. I'm fine with you splitting it up however you want to do it. Okay. <clears throat> you're, you're a ninth level spellcaster. True. You got the brain power. So Hex on that, and then I'll cast... Okay. 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits it. And then it's going to take six force damage. And my Heximus Deximus. Uh, two necrotic. And it's also slowed by 10 feet. Or slowed to, it can only move 10 feet. Yeah. Anything else on your turn? Are you moving anywhere? I am moving so that I am maybe in the middle of... I'm getting close to the grandma, um, but I'm also trying to make sure I still have eyesight of whatever Kirby's fighting. Mm-hmm. Kirby, what is your passive perception? My my passive perception is 16. Okay. Uh, and uh, Blossom, it is your turn. So I'm, what, like 20 feet away from uh, Cause's grandmother. Mm-hmm more or less 30 feet away from uh, the rest, but there is, there is, I don't know, a hundred students in between you and you and the front of the stage, all panicking. Okay. Um, then I would like to, can't, hold on, let me, sorry, I just have to look at the range for this. 
30 feet. Okay, so I want to, if I'm not within 30 feet of Cause's Grandma, I would like to move <laughs> within 30 feet of Cause's Grandma. And then attempt to cast Hideous Laughter, which is, it is, uh, she needs to make a wisdom. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, at advantage, because of reasons, a 12. It doesn't make it. Okay. Uh, so this grandma got slammed by the thing, was already smiling. <laughs> Rolling around on the ground. I like to imagine that when I cast it, I yelled, Oi, your shoes are on backwards. Wait, no, her shoes aren't on backwards. She's wearing two different shoes. That doesn't make any sense. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> nope. Leave. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I think uh, I just want to make sure that I'm staying close-ish to Besky, and then that's my turn. Okay. And she's going to have to make, um, at the end of her turn or any time she takes damage, she can make another wisdom saving throw. That means it is her turn. So that will be another save. Uh, minus one is pretty brutal. Uh, 17. Uh-oh. <laughs> she saves. <laughs> uh, mm. So she doesn't stop laughing, but she does stand up. Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, it is this other creature's turn that is very focused on you at the front of the stage. It's it's like starting to form these like different tendrils that are like trying to lash at you. Um, and like at the ends of them are these little mouths and goes to bite you a 15, Kirby. That misses. My AC is now 19 because of haste. Nice. Uh, and then uh, kind of right behind you, uh, in between you and Kaz, uh, one of its other mouths like pulls back into it and then pushes out and launches this like ball of this like purple mucus that lands and splashes. And I need uh, both of you to make deck saves. Deck saves. Uh, 16 for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. 23. Okay. Uh, you both pass. So uh, dexterous. And then I need to make one more roll that you don't get to know necessarily. And cause it's your turn. Uh, so at this point, I mean, so the creature that barfed up this green gob of goo, was that, uh, was that, the, the, the Hugo or was that Ketla? Everyone gets quotation marks right now. Uh, it's definitely was not Ketla. Okay, all right. So uh, Besky is seeing this commotion around this this elderly dwarven woman that appears to be his great gram. Is that is that an accurate representation? Uh, yeah. So this is a dwarf that was about thirty feet away from you with their back turned. So um, they're now like you wouldn't be able to even see them anymore. Um, they're kind of out of the auditorium. Cause is going to strum his battle uke, cast the spell fly, concentrating on that 60 foot move. I want to get eyes on this, on this, the, the, this, this creature, this dwarf, this Graham. So you, you see as Cause goes kind of flying past you, Besky and Blossom. Um, oh, he's totally got like the Dragon Ball Z, like arms behind him, like straight legs, the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, and you see this this dwarf that looks like Ketla, but like I told Blossom, like shirts on backwards, mismatched shoes, kind of disheveled, um, hairs not hairs not quite right, laughing maniacally, uh, laughing maniacally, looks at you uh, as you fly out and says, <laughs> "Been looking for you, Ketla. I'm here. I got your message. What's wrong? What?" Why are your clothes on backwards? You'll have to follow me to find out why. I need your help, Don't though. Don't do it. All right. No. All right. Well, I'm going to make an insight check, but yeah, I'm going to follow you. I was going to say, <laughs> you can make an insight check with advantage. All right. I'm, I'm following you, Graham. But I got a 17, so. Let me double check that you, you're going to pass that. But yeah, you, I, that beats the five. That does beat a five. <laughs> <laughs> True facts. So yeah, it's trying to convince you. It's not. It's definitely not your grandma. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and deceive back at him. Like, all right, well, uh, lead on. And then I'm going to turn and mouth to like, uh, uh, so Besky's blasting. Who's like close to her right now? Besky and Blossom are the two closest. Yeah. All right. I'm going to turn around and mouth to them like, it's a trap. <laughs> and I'm going to turn and give her a big like smile and thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god do you think he's going to be okay with her on his own never no I... should we follow yes we should definitely follow <laughs> okay <laughs> see Besky gets it Blossom's like this seems obvious like what What would the plan possibly be Besky's on board he knows what's up mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't like it but he knows um, what's up mm-hmm. <laughs> Besky does your um, Lance of Lethargy, does that end after the end of their turn or at the end of your turn? That is a wonderful question. Let me check. And while you're checking, Ariadne, it is your turn. Okay. Um, so how far is she from me? Were, were you up kind of at the front of the stage watching supporting cause or? I was kind of like in the back, like sitting in like a chair, you know, like she's she's not standing room only kind of thing. Like she's okay. hanging out. So- Towards the back of, of the auditorium, though. Then. Uh-huh. So you'd only be about 30 feet past. You just watch Kaz kind of fly over you. Okay. What I'm going to do is... First of all, I'm casting my special spell. I don't remember what we named it, but uh, she pulls a fistful of this sparkly <laughs> dust out of her pocket and tosses it into the air. I'm casting it on her. So, listeners, I want you to know that Adelaide just fronted to our roll 20 a spell card named Special Spell. I don't remember what it was called. You know what it was called, but you know it's casting time, it's range, the material components. I put it. You know everything about it, but its name. We didn't have a name for it. He was like, he was like, hey, I made a spell for you that you can have. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. He didn't have a name for it. So I just put in special spell because he made it just for me. Fuck you. Okay. That's that's the name. That's the name. Special <laughs> spell. I mean, I say you take this as a moment. Say, hey, listeners, why don't you vote on the name of this spell? Send it in and put it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Hashtag there we go. made my spell. Vote on the name of this spell. Anyway, so the spell, since I've cast it maybe like once in my entire career in this podcast, <laughs> um, I will give you the definition so that you can vote on a spell name for this. I think Steven actually named it, but you can name it, whatever. As you toss the fine glass dust into the air, three star-like lights form around you or a target within 30 feet that you can see. The lights act as a, the lights act as a blinding shield, making it difficult for enemies to see. When targeted by an enemy that the creature can see, the creature surrounded by the stars may expend a reaction to cause one of the stars to flash at the attacker, give it, giving the attacker disadvantage for the duration of the attack. And I'm going to cast it on Cause probably. All right. Okay. So and you can split it. You can split it up too. So you could put all three on one person, or you could put one on three people, or. Ooh. Okay. Let's do. Let's do. Um. Let's do. K- Kirby, Cause, and Besky. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So as a reaction, as a reaction, you can spend it uh, and give uh, the attacker disadvantage for an attack. Yes. Um, so use that wisely. But as I am casting that, I am also going to expend my spell stars. And I am putting them kind of like wherever she's headed, like kind of in a semicircle around where she's headed. And I think I am going to explode one of them in front of her. Okay. as It's a dex. Kind of as like a warning of like, if you get closer, like they're going to go off. Is it a dex save? Uh, it is a deck save, yes. A 17, yeah. Okay, she makes it. Um, all right, so it doesn't hurt her, but like it does explode. That's about it. And I'm just yelling out, stop! She's probably not listening to me, but fuck it. Who knows? <laughs> I'm very authoritative. Okay. Sometimes. Lance of Lethargy lasts until the end of my turn. My, my next following turn. Okay. Also, I feel like... Adelaide, your special spell is very anime. It's just like 
<laughs> special spell. And it, it is very magical. <laughs> and it's like it's like this it's like this very Sailor Moon mantra. Yeah. Just like cast it with like ribbons flying around me. Sailor Starlight. <laughs> totally. One hundred percent. A unicorn is like inexplicably there. You know. Amazing. And Rain, it is your turn. Okie dokie. So, um, I imagine I'm probably pretty far away from all of the action since I was in the back. Well, so if you're in the back of the auditorium, that's actually where most of this is happening with Besky and Blossom and Ariadne. Hmm. Um, okay. At the, at the front of the stage is now, at this point, it is Thomas McFan. Uh, it is Kirby, and it is just a shit ton of students freaking out in between you and the stage and this monster with all these mouths and stuff. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't seem like we're trying to kill this grandma dwarf. So I think I'm going to try and rush through the crowd to try to help Kirby uh, without getting smushed. So I'm like trying to dodge people that are like, I imagine it's almost a stampede where people are like freaking out and uh, I'm trying to not get smushed as I move in that direction. Yeah. If you're, if you're staying on your feet, I'm going to need you to make a deck save. That's really rude of you, but okay. <laughs> oh, not bad. Uh, what is 16 plus seven? Oh, that's fine. Okay. You're, you're able to, to weave in between all these legs. You've, you've been amongst tall folk long enough now. Yeah, they're, they never look where they're going. Um, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, bob and weave until I can get, uh, how close can I get with, um, oh, sh- <laughs> shoot, I forgot I only have 10 feet of speed mm-hmm. walking, uh, so I can't get that close, <laughs> but I'm going to still, uh, um, how, Cur- how does Kirby look? Does, can I see him from here and does he look like super injured or? You're I, on I, the ground. I, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking like I, cu- I took a hit. <clears throat> Okay, I will misty step closer. Okay. To Kirby. So with with that plus my movement, would that get me close enough? Yes, because that's it's it's thirty or sixty feet, isn't it? Isn't misty step? Misty step is thirty feet. Yeah, so that can that can get you basically up next, right next to Kirby. Okay. Um. All right. Then I will uh use my little Fey misty step um to get close. And I will um, try to, I'll just like lay a hand on Kirby's arm and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. So you get, oh, hey, you get, what's your spell casting ability modifier, which is what? You get six plus something. Uh, your spell casting ability modifier is your proficiency bonus plus your uh, your spell casting. Six. Okay, so you get 12 points of HP oh, back. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Uh, and uh, that is my turn. Okay. So at the top of the round, the students are rushing out, uh, though this large Goliath. Y'all, a teacher's about to do something helpful. Oh my Ooh. God! What? Look out! Uh, stands up, and he's got he's got these tattoos uh, on his shoulders, uh, the back of his neck hot, that come hot, he's hot. that come up over mm. his head, and they all start to glow. Um, mm. And five like bolts of energy float around him, and he throws all of them at this creature. Uh, God, how do I enroll in the school, y'all? <laughs> Badass. What am I gonna do? He's hot. I knew Chris and Natalie were gonna pop off right when he said tattoos on his body. Uh, He's hot. Tattoos done. This big man with tattoos. It's over. I'm over it. (laughs) So they all slam into these, like, a couple of them go into some mouths and burst out the back and it's screeching horrifyingly. Um, uh, The students are stampeding out, um, panicking, and uh, Kirby, it's your turn. Okay, so um, I punched this thing a couple times already, and I'm just going to go for another punch again, but okay. I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds this time. That is an 11 to hit. That hits. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm rolling very low. And that is uh, 29 points of necrotic damage. Okay, so uh, why don't you describe that hit? Okay, um, so... I am like in the midst of this thing 
and my I take my hands and I punch them together, like take my fists and I punch them together. And when I punch my fists together, you see this uh, necrotic energy just explode around my fists. And I like do this whole like thing where I concentrate and I just look at this gigantic glob mound thing of whatever. Nice. And I'm mm. like, Hugo, if you're in here, I'm gonna punch you out of it. So brace yourself. And I just <laughs> do that. I just like bring my fist back and I just like blam and I punch it right square like in the largest like center of mass that I can. Okay. Uh, as you do that, the this thing like just basically bursts in this like slime and ooze and goo. Uh, <laughs> the few students who are sitting in the front of the, of the stage who haven't been able to get through this this mass like are <laughs> oh no they're covered in, oh, and, no. Like, so there's this like big blobs oh, no. of, like pink um, and it's gone and so is Hugo oh I blew up Hugo oh man I'm gonna get fired anything else oh no I blew up Hugo. Oh, jeez. You're, you're supposed to protect Cause, not Hugo. You're not going to get fired. You're good to go. Oh, okay. But um, I, I see that, and I'm like... What job does he have? <laughs> like, I, I I, didn't think that was going to blow him up, but um, <laughs> all right. And then as my... Because uh, I'm still hasted, I look over at <laughs> Rain, and I go, time to share the weapon. Amazing. And I cast haste on her. No. Nice. With a quick and stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Which, which yeah, I know I'm like is, power walking like the wanna, grandma on the mall. Like, uh, rain on caffeine is not allowed. <laughs> power walking away. I got my I got my brand new Skechers. Right. I have to my microphone. That sent me. Just, just right out the Payless store. Is that that? <laughs> because like Rape's still depressed, so like they're still crying, but they're just being just waving to Rhonda at the Annie Ann's pretzels on my way by. Just passes up by the gap. Extra sale, cheese sauce, please. Minute, but keeps going. <laughs> they're they're like a crew. They're a crew of like fairy power walkers in the mall called the Honeybees. They acknowledge each other with pies <laughs> and all the same haircut. Oh yeah. my gosh. I need a visor. I now. do. So, before we go further in initiative, is your plan to continue fighting old grandma, dwarf? Or do you want to drop out of initiative? I'm going to leave that up to you all. That's a good question. Uh, Cause is very much of a plan like, this is clearly not my gram. She's, this creature is trying to lead us into a trap. But that might be where my gram is. Like following her, like that was my idea as well. If that's what you're getting at, mm-hmm. like kind of letting her go. Yeah, like she, 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 the. No, not letting her go. She said, "Hey, come with me." And so Kaz is like, "Sounds oh, good," but then like turn around towards the party and was like, "It's a trap." <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah. when you said. A wink. A wink. I think Ariadne would definitely be down for that instead of fighting here amidst all these students. Yeah. So like. I'll, I'll say. Okay. It's your call. If Ian, yeah, if 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 a cause starts going, I'll say so. Hmm. Okay, so so yeah, you were able to com- communicate that message, uh, though you're not sure if if fake Ketla bought it or is just happy you're coming with her. You're not sure which mm, which yeah. way it, it mm, goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but she says, "Well, come with me, dearie," and starts skipping again. You hate to see it. And skips kind of to the edge. Um, it's been a long time since since we described this, but the Fae Forge Academy is kind of on this almost like a, a plateau um, surrounded by a moat, and you typically cross it cross this vine bridge that appears when you decide to to walk walk across. Mm-hmm. Th- this Ketla starts running to the edge, and instead of a vine bridge appearing, she starts to climb down the side. Into the, into the moat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaz is gonna fly down there, following her, but keeping like a good, like respectable, like fifteen feet between them. Okay. Uh, I, I'll say to the rest of the crew because Kaz is going. All right. Um, the real Fayforge faculty. I guess we're gonna go follow Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> like Kirby holds up a hand, like covered in goo. Like, is that me also? Yep, uh, that's you. It's not these. <laughs> yep. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Um, how are the how are the five of you following? I'm just staying close to Tabeski okay. and following where he goes. I am going. I'm following. 
they're fly are they all flying? No, like one was skipping, Kaz was flying. I'm just gonna walk. <laughs> like I'm just gonna walk and, and okay. also join. I'm going to uh I'm gonna follow. Um I'm gonna fly after them. Okay. Uh so as you are flying, you would you your fly speed I believe is is quicker than their walking speed, especially because you're hasted. Rain, you're power walking in the back, correct? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, cause mm. fake Ketla takes you into this cave, and uh, as you walk in, you hear kind of the sound of dripping water. And as you go into the cave, she says, "She says, right this way, right this way." Takes you to the edge of this pond, and in the center, you see a, a cage. Uh, and as you get to the edge. I, I've got a, I've got a sneaky plan. You tell, tell me your sneaky plan. Okay, there is a sneaky plan. All right, because I want to see what I want to know what's up here. Rescuing Graham is one, but getting the story like what's up here is prime. So the rest of the party is like a good ways mm -hmm. back. I would say if if we were doing combat, they'd probably be two rounds behind you. Okay, so I think this will work. Then. I want to modify this creature's memory. Okay. Okay. I want it to believe that it has completely and utterly destroyed me to such an extent that not a scrap remains. And then with the rest of the party hanging in wait, I want to turn invisible and I want to see what it does okay. next. Uh, can you, can you link that spell? Modify a memory. Okay. Here is your brick of text. Okay, it makes a wisdom save. Okay, with advantage. Makes a wisdom save. Well, we're not in combat. The slot has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> a six. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> oh, dang. That was a one and a six, folks. With advantage. That's big. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as you turn invisible, it kind of, it does that weird, like, kind of monstery thing where its neck creaks a little bit, and you watch as it's, it, it starts to shapeshift back into this slot. It's got these long, um, oversized fingers and claws, this large smile. In the back of its head, you would see this gem. Um, give me a perception check real quick. 22. Jeez, the dice are favoring me. Okay. Not complaining. So on the back of its head is a gemstone. In the middle of this gem that is, it's this like beautiful red, um, is inlaid with this very like flourish DS. Uh, you would recognize the symbol of your father's side of the family, the Deep Stones. <gasps> engraved on that crest uh, as it th as it believes that you have um that you that it has just destroyed you it turns to Ketla and in this deep evil voice says well the boy's gone but at least they'll be happy I brought you back uh begins to fly across the water um in this cage <gasps> Uh, how far back are you? I'm giving it that good 15 feet. Like I'm just like mm -hmm. in 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 the the corner of the of like near the walls of the cave, just watching invisibly. Okay. In the center of this cave, you see Ketla. She says, well, "You destroyed him." No, I just heard his voice. It reaches in, and you watch a portal open up, and it, and Ketla, and this cage, are gone. Fuck mm. that. Fuck that. Damn, I hate it when a plan comes together. Yes. Well, that worked exactly as I wanted it to. Mm-mm. Damn it. So, I, Kaz, I would like you, what do you do? I mean, like, in the great tradition of this podcast, I need to ask, is the portal still open? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because if there's an open portal, we're jumping through. We're jumping through we're that portal. <laughs> we went through the tree. We're going through the portal. That's it. Parties have like windows, doors, ours is portals. Like uh so it does not stay open. Okay. Uh give <gasps> me right. give me an arcana check. Oh, the dice have not failed me. That is a 23 arcana. Okay. So 
around this portal, uh, there are very specific runes that appear in sort of this like green energy that you are able to at least call to memory. All right, do I, do I recognize them in any way? Uh, you prob- you wouldn't. All right, well, I, I immediately transcribe them to paper before uh, they're lost from my mind. Uh, the rest of you, um, you hear you hear this huge rush of magic from inside this cave. Do you do you go in, or do you wait for cause? I I go in. Uh, apparently, we're just following Wally's lead with. Okay. Sure. So as 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 you all go in, because uh, you would have missed this at first because you were focused on something else. Right. Hugo's there. Kirby. Hugo, you're not dead. That's great. Of course, I'm not dead. No, because I thought I punched you to death earlier. Because I thought you turned into that thing and I punched you. I thought I punched you so hard and you blew up. So, um, I I apologize. I mean, I'm really sorry, dude. He holds the contract up or the the assignment up and he says you know you're supposed to keep this on you when you're doing your job right right i i and he's patting himself down oh can i have it back no because cause is safe from the creature who's gone you watch it glow and you see this tattoo appear on his arm that would symbolize his acceptance into the order of the night God damn. Oh boy. Oh boy. Now punch him to death. Oh. So. Can we buy the rights to the one punch man like soundtrack so we can start playing the intro at this moment in the podcast? So like, like Kirby looks at that and for the first time, he looks upset. He's like, but I thought you were my friend. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. I want to get into the Order of the Night. I don't I don't want friends. Oh, man. All right, Hugo, this is really going to suck, but I'm going to fucking kick your ass now, okay? <laughs> so, oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry. What's going to happen next? And what he does is, I the thing what I what I would like to do is I would like to convert I would like to convert a level four spell slot into sorcery points. Okay. Max out my sorcery points again. And it looks like he's just powering up all of this divine energy in him, and you see it well up like a like a yellow aura just builds up around him as it just. He's just powered up to his peak potential. And he looks back at the others and he's like, I mean, if you want to help me kick his ass, that'd be great. But I'd be kind of pissed off if you knock him down before I do. Uh, nah, you good. You good. Yeah. <laughs> Go get him, tiger. <laughs> do what you're going to do. <laughs> My name is Kirby. And he lunges <laughs> at a Hugo to punch him. <laughs> and as he's lunging at he like dashes at Hugo to punch him and I would like to go for a uh, inflict wounds okay and that's a 21 to hit a 20 a 21 will hit a 21 will hit so I'm casting that that is 6 d10 that is that I'm going to then use two of my sorcery points to do empowered spell to boost up two of the rolls two of the ones I got and bring that up to That'll make it into a 32 points of necrotic damage. Oh, my Lord. Amazing. Uh, you slam in into him, and he just goes flying into the wall. Uh, he he spits out and flies back at you, though he looks really bad, and he's going to take two punches at you uh, for a 15. That misses. And a 19. That one hits. Okay. Also, is this Fae Forge Academy's, like, number one top anime anime betrayals that just happened. <laughs> I think so. I think. That would hurt. And I love that it's happening to a guest. I just... So that's seven bludgeoning damage. Uh, any of you are welcome okay. to intervene or we can just let these two friends duke it out. Right, that's 
It ain't my beef, you know what I mean? They're having fun. <laughs> They're having fun. Yeah. They ain't getting between that beef. Dang, it's dangerous to be a fairy at Bayford Academy. Let me tell you this what, is, you can't trust nobody. This is like, if you step in the Waffle House at 3 a.m. and people are beefing, you're like, yeah, I'm good. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you a You better go to Jack in the Box and take your ass home. <laughs> All right, so do you get to react as he, as he goes flying, like pushes out of the wall that you just slammed him into. Um, misses with one and turns and then and then kicks you with like his heel. I get I dodge the first one and I get decked the second time. After I, I take the hit and I grab his leg and I just start spinning around really fast okay. and just go to fling him against the wall. And I think that would be like uh, athletics or an acrobatic like an athletics check maybe? Yeah, just just do a, an athletics versus and we'll see if he can kind of resist you grabbing him. Nope, I rolled a one and a five. That's a six. He rolled a one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which is the second time. It's, it, it's here in the chat. I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, like every classic anime betrayal, the fight scene lasts three episodes, but you can just... and We can just skip to the end. So with his natural one, he has a total of five. I beat him by one point with a six. God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am better than him in every single way. <laughs> and I just fling him against the wall and I just let him go and I watch him slam against it. And I'm just like, Hugo, seriously, just just stop, just stand down, give up because I, I don't want to beat you up like this. I mean, I'm going to, but I really don't want to. He slams into the wall, uh, takes eight bludgeoning damages and some more rocks fall down with all the damage that he's that he's done he's he's on the ground he's like that was the only way I could ever beat you I know you've always been better than me spits out some some blood and a tooth what other chance did I have yeah but you didn't have to like you know betray me to do it and and you put and you put like his grandmother in danger? His his grandmother? I didn't do that. Capitalized on an opportunity. I figured out who they were before you. Yeah, but that's not that's not like what we do. Like to to get the job done in such underhanded ways. I mean I mean that's like not really hero of you, dude. That's that's just like straight up villain. That's some straight up villain tactics. I mean, we're the word of the night. We protect people who can't be who can't protect themselves. What we do is like we fight the unseen battles. And now you just you put someone else's lives in danger just so you can get the edge up? Then you hurt my feelings. And Hugo he looks at Hugo and Kirby unclenches his fists. And he looks up at him and says, You know what? Beating you up wouldn't be worth it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give you the worst defeat of it all. Knowing that just because you got into the Order of the Night by such underhanded means, that's gonna live with you forever. And it's because I know it. And even if you try to come after me to silence me, guess what's gonna happen? I'm gonna kick your ass and I'm gonna let everyone know what you did. And he turns to walk back to the others. You just hear the breathing of someone who just got his ass kicked. Whatever, you, you just don't want to admit that, that I bested you. Uh, he stands up and starts to walk out. Uh, as that happens and you turn around after that speech, you see some of the shadows around start to form into like this starry figure. Um, and you see kind of appear from them, Tyriani the Dreamwalker, the Archfey of the Court of Dreams the head of the Order of the Night. This tall, elven-looking, though a little bit different, a little taller. Um, their cloak is literally starlight and and blackness and void. Eyes, eyes kind of have that star sparkle. Looks at you, says, Kirby, you are who we want. Waves her hand towards Hugo pulls the tattoo that just absorbed into his arm off. Wait. You watch as these almost like sparkles fly 
float across the room to you, and they absorb into your arm. What we do with what happens to Hugo is up to you. But you, Kirby, are the best of us. That's what's up. I gotta choose what happens to him? It's your choice. He walks over to Hugo, and um, he, old, he holds a hand out to him. What? What? What are you doing? Look, they told me that it's up to my decision to, you know, figure out what to do with you. I mean, you're going to live with the guilt knowing that what you did is pretty much enough. But I want to give you a chance you know, to make up for what you did. So, do you want to take it or not? I mean, you won't be officially be part of the Order of the Night, but I think that, you know, you should get a second chance and stay within the Order at least to get a second chance to become a full member. He looks at Tyriani, he looks at the group of students sitting back watching. <laughs> or you could just take that L, but I would go with the other option. <laughs> he looks at you and says, so the friendship thing, it wasn't just your angle to beat me? Aww. No, I mean, you're my friend. I said it, you're my friend. I I wasn't you know, joshing about that or anything. Shit. Spits out a little bit more blood. Grabs your hand. And stands up. Okay. And then he headbutts him really hard. <laughs> oh my god. Brutal. <laughs> Jeez. Tyriani looks at the two of you and says, we have a lot to do. Kirby, why don't you say goodbye to your friends? Hefts up Hugo over his shoulder because he headbutted him super hard. Well, uh, hey guys, uh, sorry that, you know, what happened to your grandma, Kaz. She's, she'll, she'll be all right. She's strong. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I can. And being that I'm in the order now, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure I find her. Okay. I promise. If I find anything, I'll let you know. Kaz, uh, shakes his head and reaches out a hand to shake the hand to shake uh, Kirby's Kirby's fairy hand shakes his hand and uh, he looks at the others you guys you know you're a pretty tight crew um, you should stick that way you know don't turn your back on each other like he did <laughs> uh, you know just be good friends how how old is Kirby uh, he's like uh, about uh, 16, 17 years old. I will, as goodbyes are being said, and he's saying goodbye to everyone, I'm going to cast for the second time this campaign ceremony. Do it! Do it! <laughs> yes. So I cast ceremony on you. Um, oh, it's one hour <laughs> plus ten minutes. It's fine. I started casting a while ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long That was a, long, that was a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, I was, as I was telling homie to take the L, I was casting it. That's um, part of the, or the verbal component. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I touch one humanoid who is a young adult for the next 24 hours. When the target makes an ability check, it can roll D4 and add the number rolled to the ability check. A creature can only benefit from this right once. So it's just a nice gesture, but I will I will do that and all these stars form. And I, I think if that that being is still around, although like I would assume that they have like an aura of like mm -hmm. also like these dark little tiny glittery stars. Like I just pull some of that in as well. And I kind of just shower that upon um, Kirby and let that take hold. So, when you cast the spell ceremony on Kirby, you're kind of like casting this, doing like a religious ceremony. And when you touch him, you kind of like see, you kind of get hit by this divine energy and you're kind of like taken to a place where you kind of see uh, this wellspring of the divine energy that's in Kirby. And you see this figure um, a humanoid figure that looks the shape-wise mm. just like Kirby looks at you 
And when you do that ceremony, it holds out a fist to you. What do you do? I fist bump. (laughs) You fist, as soon as you fist bump this figure, you now have for 24 hours my ability, which is called hold up, uh, favored by the gods. So if you fail a saving throw or miss with an attack roll, you can roll 2d4 and add it to the total, possibly changing the outcome. And you can only do this once and, and you don't get to do it again after that. Perfect. I'm sure this might come in handy maybe sometime soon. And after the thing ends, and like, and when that fist bump happens, and for a flash of moment, you kind of see the face of the figure. It looks just like Kirby and pff, it's gone. Oh, shit. Uh, oh. You're 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 strong. You're strong. You have lots of strong in you. Yeah, okay. And Hiriani gathers in some of the darkness with the stars. It covers Kirby. It covers Hugo. And it covers themselves. And they fade into the shadows and are gone back to wherever this court of dreams are or is. And cause, as you sit looking at where Ketla was, mm-hmm. emblazoned in your mind are the initials on that ruby. D. D. S. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy, um, And also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I'd like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Stonefly Kai. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at OAdelaide. I'm also in a center stream that's on the Negative 2 Charisma channel, and I'm also the social media manager for eSports. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The FaithForge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
thinking about ketchup chips. I'm not saying that this is definitely happening, but I'm imagining there's like a like B or C list of students who are just like used to this at this point. It's like the lower decks of Faith Forge <laughs> Academy. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Dear mom, those stupid hero kids got in fights with monsters again. <laughs> also, can you send me a new flak jacket? I think this one's been hit too oh many God, times. Yeah. <laughs>